Welcome to the R&R podcast. My name's Ryan. And my name is... Re... Cha. It was prolonged because I still haven't decided how anonymous I want to be. Just call me the doctor. And just call me Mr. R, <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> so, um, thanks for agreeing to do this, Ryan. My pleasure, as always, Risha, or Dr. Risha. <laughs> Considering this is actually our second podcast. But it's always a pleasure. Um, the first one, which was, I, I think we got really good feedback on it, but the first one didn't really record too well. Technical difficulties. No, see, this is the thing. We are, um, we're here for your dilemmas, aren't we? We are. But we're not here for the tech. Not at all. No. But we've got a great team behind us. So Indeed. So we need to start by saying thank you to our social media management team. We love you. Producers. <laughs> and, and apparently tech staff. This isn't a big team. Thanks to uh, Generation Z. <laughs> you can find all of these talents in a small number of people. Shout out to Generation Z. And, and they managed to get it done in literally 30 seconds, thanks to our, what I describe, ADHD culture. Beyond my technical capabilities. I want it fast, I want it now. Oh, wow. That No, literally, that is ADHD porn. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't even need to watch. You remember, do you, this always, like, blows my mind. Do you remember, like, back in the day, there was actual, like, people would write stories on, like, in those porn books. Mm-hmm. And then it went from stories... To pictures, right, and and movies, VHS videos. Oh, then the it quality. went. Then the internet came in. Then it went to to like short clips. Because let's be honest, who needs a three-hour porn movie? That's nuts. Boring. And then it went to like a few-minute clips. Now, right, this is how, and this is a reflection of our society. I think you don't even need to click on the video. You scan your mouse over it. And you just get the key images to get the job done. It kind of reminds me of the cartoon, um, you know, that of that mouse, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah. Where he used to say, underlay, underlay, underlay. It's kind of like that, really, isn't it? I mean, as you said, you scan the mic over the, the video, as it were. You come across the clips. And in your mind, you are saying, underlay, underlay, underlay. Underlay, underlay, underlay. Yeah, yeah that is the, that's the rhythm I think most people use when it comes to self-love quick gratification but it's london life got things to do (laughs) (laughs) i don't got time (laughs) wow well as as healthcare professionals we know the medical importance of orgasms so obviously just take it like a pill (laughs) but sometimes the orgasm can be quite bitter though can't it well, I, I don't know about women, but I know for sometimes men, it can be quite bitter, even though, you know, people have the views of, of men not being able to fake orgasm, we can. And even if we don't fake orgasm, it can be a point where, you know, our body just reacts to the person and we're just not really in tune with the person. Yeah. Because we're just not there. Again, I hate to really go on about Gen Z, but you say in tune, they say vibration. I'm not an instrument. (laughs) 
actually, I think you find you do want to be played like an instrument. <laughs> Gently, maybe. Yeah. Well, well, it depends what day it is. We don't need to unpick that, right? Well, I'm just saying there are different ways to strum a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope it's in tune. Okay, so dilemma show, and um, because <coughs> because we're so not into prepping for anything, apparently. Um, we don't have anyone's dilemma <laughs> for this dilemma show. We just have our own thing. But the, I guess, I guess for the 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 five people who might hear this over the course of the next decade, uh, we have an Instagram page, and it's called the R and R Show, and you can go on there and message or DM. And you can voice note any kind of dilemma that you might need unpicking. Talk to us. Yeah, absolutely. I love it, actually. Um, I much prefer that. Or you can, or you can, you know, use, use like classic typing if that's what you want. Reach out to us. Reach out. Let us know. Because I'm going to tell you, it's such a shame that the last one didn't get uh, recorded properly. Because I don't think you guys even know, like, what levels we will go to, where where the direction we will go in solving your dilemma. I'm not gonna go over mine again, but I was telling Ryan about like this dick pic dilemma I had, um, where basically <clears throat> I didn't want to reciprocate and <laughs> that was pretty bad apparently. But I, you made me think about it in like such a different way, a special way I was over it. It wasn't a dilemma anymore. I dumped my dilemma on you. <laughs> and it was out of my system. Oh, my word. How, <laughs> how biologically graphic of you, to, uh, Dr. Rish. But that's how it's... That's everything we do in life. All our, all our interactions. That's what it's like. That's what it's about. Just, you know, hashtag dilemma dump. And, and it's gone. It's nice. It feels good. The emptiness. Absolutely, and thinking about things in a in a like in another way, you know. I mean, a, a dilemma I've got now, which isn't like so emotionally severe, or not that dick pic was, but but the one that I've got now is like I got. Like, remember, I came into work last Thursday, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, I just had a massage. Mm-hmm. Came he came round and did it, and it was amazing. It was so good because. People don't believe me when I tell them that the shape of my bottom, it gets <laughs> it gets an, a reasonable amount of celebration, which I'm grateful for because it's the fashion of the times. But it is shaped that way because of tension and stress. And no one believes me. And then I told this masseuse to do it. I was like, look, I don't want to embarrass you, but I think you need to go there. And he, he literally released all these toxins and it was, oh my, like, I can't even start to describe. I mean, it's actually changed the shape of my bottom. <laughs> I have a regular Parsons bum now, not like this weird kind of, do you remember the Kardashian uh, photo <laughs> shit where she's, she's balancing a champagne flute on her bottom? I can do that. Well, I could before the massage. Oh, wow. I know. It is horizontal. That was stress. And it got, it got removed and it was great. But... You know, it can become intense, so I leave the balcony door open, right, when I get to <laughs> <some> stuff. <laughs> I, 
I leave the balcony door open. And the thing is, I am really sensitive. So, mm. like, even if I get poked, I'm like, oh, fuck, that hurts. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, this guy's got big Brazilian hands. And he's going, he's reaching depths that have never been reached before. Okay? He's caressing the bottom of your soul. Oh, a caress? Caress? I don't think so. He's, like, beating the shit out of those toxins. <laughs> anyway... I make um I make kind of like verbal responses. As you would. Yeah. So uh, this week my neighbour came down, um, in one of the evenings and he was like, Oh my god, did you hear that thing like last Thursday? Around like twelve, someone was getting like someone was getting really someone's having sex and they were getting it getting the F out of them. And I was like, God, really? I was here? No. He was like, I thought it was you, but you would tell me if you had a guy here. And I was like, well, I probably wouldn't, but no. I, I, I was really kind of like thinking, who, who did, what, what did I hear? Did I, I mean, I suppose I heard like some banging noise sometime. And then the moment passed, I was like, it was me. <laughs> it was me. Oh my God, that was me. But I wasn't having sex. I was having a massage. And he's like, oh my God, those noises you made. You're like Monica Geller. <laughs> like, oh, wow. It was wild, those noises. Like, oh no, I've had the best massage of my life. And now, I, I, the reason I've not called him round again is because I'm like, I don't want to repeat that. I don't know what to do. I actually don't know what to do. Do I leave like, um, do I knock on my neighbor's door and say, I'm really sorry about the noises. I'm just getting a massage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like... What what would be the most appropriate thing to do? I think you know you work in a stressful job, you mm-hmm. know, and the, the the furniture that we sit on is not particularly great, so no. obviously you're going to carry tension in your body, mm-hmm. and probably haven't had a massage in a long while, so it's always good to 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 let your body feel touch. The thing is, he recommended I get a massage every week. Then <laughs> ain't no one got money for that. In this economy, no. But I can pull off every few weeks. <laughs> You're lucky you can't even do that. No, I am lucky. Bless you. But, um, yeah, thanks. I do appreciate my blessings. I count them every day. <laughs> but I... I oh God, do I have to now live in pain at the inconvenience of other people hearing what they think are sex noises, but they are not sex noises? They're jealous. That's the release of my toxins. And it's overwhelming, overpowering. Ah, you know something, Ryan? I'm uh, the more I say it, the more I'm like, hang on a second, yeah. I'm absorbing everyone else's shit in my job. Yeah. That is literally what we do. And you're just releasing it through the touch of someone else. Exactly. It it holds itself as like a piece of tension or a knot in my buttocks. <laughs> it gets trapped there. <laughs> And I need to, and it needs to go, and that's how it goes. And it's like, yeah, it's like, ah, but I, I don't make those noises. More like, ah. <laughs> oh wow! I know. Oh god! Even doing it now, I'm like, okay. Yeah, you know, I, even I'm not comfortable hearing that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a kind of sound you'd hear on a video set. Yeah, no. In reference to what we were talking about at the beginning of this, yeah. I don't like the noises that come from porn. They're very disturbing. 
so now I'm like I'm subjecting pe- other people to those noises. Well, I mean, it, I mean the whole kind of, I guess, situation. The whole kind of situation, I guess, is allowing that trauma to be dumped, to be kind of got rid of, for you to be in a state of release. And fair enough. I mean, if your voice is sounding like um. A professional porn star so be you're in the comfort of your own home you know i mean nobody can tell you what to do in your own home after all you are paying your own bills nobody's paying your bills for mm-hmm. you so if you're going to get that that touch that kind of makes you go i won't try and do it because it probably <laughs> sounds stupid but if you're going to be able to make those sound through something that is very good and personal to yourself claim that shit claim it should i knock on their doors and let them know no i don't want to embarrass them they are a bit you know, from the aisles. <laughs> <laughs> See, to be honest, if, if I was bad-minded, I'd do it louder. But I'm not doing it deliberately, though. I'm, it's a genuine, like, accident. So don't knock on people's doors and no. tell them that I'm having a massage. No, no, no. <laughs> I mean, you, I guess if you want to give the man business, you know, through the fact that they're <gasps> hearing you. That's a good idea. I can just be like, I get this massage guy come over. He does amazing things. Do you want me to like give you his number? That's a that's a neighborly thing to do. And then they'll know it's not filthy. But when you say amazing things, it makes me think of happy endings. Oh, no, the problem is, it's a genetic thing because I'm Punjabi, and not many people <laughs> know about Punjabis. You know, everyone knows about the Irish, for example, and like, oh, but like, Punjab is like the Ireland of India, and we are loud. <laughs> like everything we do. Oh my God, do you, Punjabis love like food, fighting, uh-huh, music. They're just loud, really loud. They they just everything we do. Is with volume. No, sorry. even our bodies are voluminous. Oh wow! Yeah, our, our mothers are feeders. We defend our menfolk. Like the women are really like protective of the menfolk. It's crazy. Like woman king. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so bad. If anyone tried to say something against my dad when he's driving, I'm literally ready to get out of the car and like. I don't even know what I'm planning on doing. I'm, I'm, it's almost like I'm just thrusting my thorax into someone's face or other thorax. I don't know. I just see red. I'm not advocating that, by the way. Please don't do that. I'm just saying it's a Punjabi thing. I guess Caribbean folk are the same, you know. There's a lot of Indian in the Caribbean. Well, especially Trinidad, Guyana, you mm-hmm. know, and possibly even St. Lucia. But... I guess for Caribbean people, we are loud, we are vibrant, we are colourful, we do love our food, and definitely, you know, when it comes to free Kenneth, we're there for you. <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we're more than happy to support you in that. Um, but I, 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 I don't know. I think when it comes to, to massages, I would say not every Caribbean person would be up for massages. I could be wrong. I mean, it's open for debate. Because not everybody likes, you know, other people touching them, I suppose. But then, I guess when you're in a situation where you have no one to turn to, you're in need, your body's crying out, you're not even hearing the screams, but you're feeling the pain mm-hmm. trapped in your body, particularly for you, Rish, in the depths <laughs> of your, your buttocks, <laughs> you know. 
you really need that support. Yeah. You need that care. No, I mean, it's not like I want to be touched. I need to be pummeled, you know? Oh, wow. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, it's just because of that is the way of the human body. We just need to kind of, I'm really into that. I'm really into like loosening up my joints and stuff because I, as you get older, that stuff goes. I mean, every morning I wake up clicking. No. Oh, please let my man come and do his stuff on you. You see, I don't think I can scream like you. You don't need to scream. What do I do? <laughs> you just say, you just, uh, do you know what? You will make noises. It's impossible. This guy, he lives for it. He was laughing as I was making those noises. Oh, God, he knew that he was doing a good job. Uh, yeah, I guess so. I mean, he was getting some gratification from his performance. I mean, I know that. I love it when people compliment me and my skills at work. But I think that would be a very awkward moment in time for me to allow this Brazilian person who kind of touches you in such a way and who makes you release the most interesting of sounds to do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> would i be able to look him in the eye afterwards i'm not quite too sure oh, no, honestly i mean to be honest i did kind of catch him taking a peek so I, it's not his, your eye he'll be looking at <laughs> well I, I don't know about the game of peekaboo here then but i'm not quite too sure you know because uh-huh. to, to, to be honest i've never the only time i've had a proper massage is when I was in a hammam, and I think that was in Turkey. And I guess the whole process of the hammam is different from actually having a massage because you have a wash, and you have this person scrub you, and then I must admit this this guy was 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 actually slapping me, <laughs> you know. But there was there was something quite comforting about the slapping on my back. To be fair, it was kind of soothing. And it kind of made me fall asleep a little bit, but I guess in the way that he was having a massage, he was kind of, you know, kind of dispersing the knots mm-hmm. that you never knew you had. Yeah. And kind of having a peek and kind of laughing as well. <laughs> so, there's a lot going on in that scenario, Rish. There's a lot going on, you know, and I, I don't know where to begin to unpick that. So do you think I should ha- see him again? I think your mind might be saying possibly no because you know you've already experienced wailing in the way you did but your body might be saying yes well as we're talking about it i can feel like all the bits in my back that could just do with like you know literally this guy elbowed my butt crack you wouldn't even think to do that to another human being i wouldn't did it click it did something oh wow it did something it was good bless you and bless his hands Oh, you know what? A hundred percent bless those hands. I mean, did he kind of go in with single fingers or did he go in with a palm or did he just do a fist or did he do a combination? A combination of everything. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, literally. Oh, you know what? Talking about is making me miss him now. I can feel like it on my trapezius. <laughs> I, can, I can do with... And next time I see him, I want him to, like, finger my shoulder joint. Oh, Wow. <laughs> wow! Oh gosh, go right into the hole. <laughs> Definitely get those, get into those cracks. And just, <laughs> like, oh god, just thinking about it. Because I'm now my new obsession is pectoral tightness. Oh wow! Yeah, my shoulders are like way too close together than they should be. I should be like, like, like that. 
she's she's sitting up straight for the purpose <laughs> of the podcast yeah again i blame like this adhd society who um you know flood our flood our socials with like these very brief videos telling us how tight our pecs are and what to do to make them less tight <laughs> you know i like a bit of looseness you know because everything that's tight kind of frightens me there's nothing nothing in this world when it's a loosey goosey that is bad thank you it's always nice indeed <laughs> indeed I mean, you could take that in many ways. Uh, we won't go into the way that you can take that, but definitely if you're very imaginative, you know, then yeah, you're probably 100%. right. I'm just thinking of food. <laughs> 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 no, but you know, when you look on TikTok and you see all these uh, particularly bodybuilders that, you know, have tight muscles and even women are into this mm. game as well, because some of these women that are bodybuilders come across to me like Terminator or Terminatress, I should say. And you know they've got the the tight the tight breasts, pecs, you know abdomen, whatever muscle you can say on the body is tight, yeah. it's firm, and I just think of it ripping. It does have you know, and that scares me. There was this like I remember when I lived in Prague, there was this poster of this guy who was a weightlifter in a restaurant or something, bodybuilder. And because he used so much fake tan, his thighs, because I used to eat meat back then, his thighs always made me crave chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then, and then um, my friend told me, he was a famous one, I don't know, Ronnie Walker or something. And um, yeah, my friend told me he, his thighs were so big that they would actually, you know, chub rub, mm -hmm. it, it would happen to him. Oh, wow. But it's not fat it's hard muscles so literally his skin was tearing because it was rubbing against each other all the thighs were rubbing against each other I mean, you've got to be careful with that stuff oh <laughs> oh can you imagine what that must felt like yeah i do actually ryan hello oh. <laughs> like, it is it is not pretty it is not fun but you know um i'm really happy that a lot of shops now stock cycling shorts because that transformed summer for me well done. Thank you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> no, but to be honest, the chub rub is not good. I, I know when I used to get the chub rub, it it was irritating because, you know, I think a lot of men may attest to this. When your, your legs rub together, the hole that you get in between <laughs> your, your trouser legs, and mm. you realise it probably a week after, maybe, because you don't, you wash your clothes you don't kind of check for holes you just forget to check for holes and then that one moment when you're walking and you feel the, the breeze just go up here you know and it's like your world is changing and it's not changing for the best feature i mean when i <laughs> <laughs> you know it feels like you're wearing a skirt but wearing trousers at the same time well, do you know what? I think for men it's a lot worse because they've got like that third leg as well. I don't, you know, some people stick it up, some people let it dangle, all this drama. Well, make it go to the side. Side, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, the trial and error I used to do as a kid, because when I was a kid, no one ever talked about chub rub. No. It was like, oh, this celebrity's gained a kilo, you know, or a stone. <laughs> and like, so chub rub level i'm grateful to like the time we live in to freely talk about it 
I did all sorts of cocktails. I would put baby oil down there. I'd put talcum powder down there. I would think, fuck it, I'm not going to put anything down there and die. I would wear mm-hmm. tights in like 35 degrees. And eventually, I just thought, oh, I can wear cycling shorts. No more rub. <laughs> uh, so literally, I could write the book on chub. Maybe I will write a book on chub rub. It sounds like something that could be a bestseller. Oh, you always, you always back me right. Definitely, I'm here for you, Ish. Definitely. Okay, so do you have any dilemmas? Well, to be honest, I was talking to a colleague of mine today and it was talking about what it would be like to go on a holiday if you're taken and be in a situation where you're amongst people in the right condition and environment and things or should I say a holiday romance happens yeah I was kind of getting getting her view of whether it would be wrong to to proceed with it or not what so you're with someone but you're not on holiday with that person yes and you're on holiday with friends or is it a solo trip I would say a solo trip because you know sometimes you need to kind of discover yourself and one of the best ways to discover yourself is in another person's country, I, I, I think. Oh, 100%. I live for that. You know. That is my total vibe. And I guess it's just also being in a situation where you don't have to think about others. You don't have to kind of be collaborative or compromise on your quality of time, on what you want to do or how you want to do it. You're just kind of giving yourself to the fates and letting what be will be well i mean i'm not should i say this on our first ever published podcast that will be listened by no one (laughs) (laughs) but honestly i don't i'm a little bit like um not traditional when it comes to stuff like this Mm because i get the need for solo traveling first of all Mm -hmm. that's the best time you can think clearly reflect on life and figure shit out listen to this podcast even never know. <laughs> I'm, I'm your classic fly to nowhere hire a car drive to nowhere kind of gal and with that comes a few dalliances with the, the romances and the, for me I'm a romantic so it's always kind of like a nice story you know for me like when i think of a country and i'm like oh yeah i remember that guy i wonder what he's up to it's like they're like little movies in my head um but if you're going i have to be honest when i was in a relationship and i didn't do so much solo traveling because you just feel guilty but i did go with friends um, especially in the beginning, because I wasn't going to stop hanging out with my friends and doing my things with my friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, I never went like full hog or anything, but stuff happened. Mm-hmm. Like I told you about Berlin, didn't I? I don't think so. Yeah, so I was with this guy for like only, it had only been like six weeks, but I really wanted to be with him for a long time. So I was in Berlin with my friends and this guy was talking to me and he was a model and it was in this club in berlin called zoo clapper which is basically a renovated sewer i say renovated i think they just cleaned it and put a bar in there i say cleaned it (laughs) i think they just dusted it (laughs) 
But um, it had just opened, and this was like four years ago, I think. And yeah, this guy was talking to me, and he was a model. And I said to him very early on, like, I'm not, I'm with someone, so you know, I appreciate you talking to me and stuff, but I, like, nothing's gonna happen. Hands off. Well, he could put his hands on, but nothing's gonna <laughs> happen. <laughs> and then, and then. Um, at the end of the night, long night of talking, it was really fun, bit of dancing, so many interesting characters because people get up to all sorts in Berlin. Um, he was like, look, I, I get it, I've heard you, but I want to kiss you. And I was like, that's nice, but I really, you know, I can't. And he, he wasn't pushy, but he was like, I want to though. And I was like, I was like, I'm not saying it like that. I said to him, you kiss that guy. I just pointed to some random guy in the crowd. You kiss that guy, I will kiss you. And then like without even a moment's hesitation, he kissed that guy, like a proper full on make out thing. And I was like, well, I, I am a man of my word. <laughs> 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 so I, I did, I had like, oh, I, I had a good smooch <laughs> and um, never told. The fella didn't need to. It was a gentleman's agreement. Wow. <laughs> I, I do not feel, I don't think there's anything to feel guilty about. Nothing more than that happened. And I have absolutely, I didn't regret it then. I didn't regret it when me and him got closer, like, you know, the ex. And I certainly don't, the only thing I regret now is not getting that guy's number and details. Oh, wow. <laughs> Hindsight. But, um... Yeah, like, I, I, for me, this whole concept of cheating is really kind of disturbing because we are constantly encouraging each other to not make big decisions too young and to live a life and know who you are before you really commit. And it doesn't, that's not an age-based thing. I think that's an experience-based thing, I you know? I would agree. I would agree with that. And if you're, look, if you're, the closer I got to my ex, the fewer trips without him I took. Because then I just took him with me. I was like, forget it. I know there's a financial difference, but I want this, what I want, I want this experience with you. I'll take you with me. Um, but we were there. So then obviously I wasn't having holiday romances with anyone else. I was having holiday romances with him until I was on holiday with him and I wasn't even having a holiday romance with him. <laughs> Times. I know. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'll never go back to Italy. <laughs> and, um, so I, yeah. So what I'm saying is, I think everything happens for a reason. You're in that moment. That kind of story happens. If it depends on how you feel about it. If you feel bad about it, well, then you know how you feel about this person, and maybe you might make changes. But if you don't feel bad about it, I didn't feel bad about it, um, then you are kind of, it's kind of a red flag about where you are and what your future is going to look like. Because, you know, I guess there's different types of relationships. You know, you've got ethical non-monogamy, you've got monogamy, you've got, you know, a casual relationship where, you know, you might be seeing each other regularly, but don't call it nothing. And I guess I think when it comes to relationships is it's something about the insecurity and uncertainty about being with another person. Whereas 
from that faith that you are born on your own, you know, you get to have your own routine. Because you know, some people say, as you get older, you know, you've got your own way of doing things. But I think that's not necessarily true. I think we kind of develop different ways of ease for ourselves as we get older. Because we, we probably have a way of doing things from the get-go. Because everybody's different. Yeah, a hundred percent. It it's so individual, person to person, and I think for I mean I'm really out there with my thoughts on things like when it comes to relationships because, and like for example, we come into this world, but we don't really own anything. Like I don't own my place. Yeah, fine, I pay a mortgage, and it, let's live in La La Land for a second, where I became this responsible adult and paid off that mortgage. Hmm. I still don't own it. I'm gonna die. Someone else is gonna take over. So like nothing real, nothing's like really our possession. And that's the same with people. And this concept of like, oh, you've got to be with this one person and, and then that's it. And it's very uncomfortable because it doesn't, it's not like, I don't believe that is a one size fits all concept and it can lead to a lot of unhappiness and a lot of unnecessary deceit as well. Like just be open, be honest. I'm not, I would never, especially after my twenties, I would never sit there and say, Oh, I would, I would never allow someone to cheat on me and then forget about it. I don't like big sweeping statements like that because I don't know how I'm going to feel. I don't know what that nature of that relationship will be. I don't know what I'm getting from that relationship. If it will bother me, if it won't bother me. I can make a guess. I can guess I'm not going to be that into it. Mm-hmm. I can guess that I'm the type of person who would want a certain degree. Like It's like grading a relationship, isn't it? Like The more of myself and my time I'm investing into something the less agreeable I am to that being wasted <laughs> and that's just kind of like my personal concept approach to these type of things but a fast hard and heavy oh you can't do that that's wrong I think oh nah don't get me wrong it's not like I actively sought cheating I got a lot of like flirts come my way which is very flattering but i think when you're fully immersed in another person it, it they don't mean anything to you like people flirting with you or paying you attention it's not that it's just it doesn't really do anything because you're getting your rocks off in someone else <laughs> so it's a good it's a good way to gauge like how who where you are and how you're feeling i think but i certainly wouldn't like not go on a solo trip for that reason i mean it depends where you go because you know you've got places with cultures that are very tactile very rhythmic very sexual and you know less uptight let's face it the british culture is quite uptight mm-hmm. very uptight and i guess you know the solo travel when you're experiencing different ways and different customs that people having their countries it's kind of enticing isn't it it's kind of like oh what have i been missing and i guess if you do come across a person that might be flirtatious might be very communicative with you very responsive to you and kind of makes you feel good being around them 
I think there would be temptation. I think even though, you know, you may have been or you are with somebody for quite a while, there's always going to be thoughts in your head because, let's face it, we are humans. We're not perfect. We're not saintly. Mm-hmm. All of us are prone to mistakes in our lives. That's what we learn from. And if you haven't made various mistakes in your life, I mean, are you human? <laughs> Probably not. You know, you might be an alien. But it's one of those things I always say that you never know what will happen until you're in that situation. And I feel that, you know, regardless if you're in a loving relationship, it's all about experience, environment, and time. And state of mind. Yeah. I think. You sound like a lab scientist. <laughs> To be honest, everything is kind of like an experiment in a sense. It's it's all about process and being in a situation that probably could open many doors to different things. Yeah. No, exactly. It's all relative. Indeed, like the movie you like. Oh, God, I love that movie. I think it will be everything everywhere. All at once. All at once. Um, I stand by it. There are two types of people in this world. The first type is the one that will see that film and bawl their eyes out for up to an hour. Wow. And it will live in their head in everything they do. Or rent free. Oh, God, yeah. And then the second type is... No offence, Ryan. <laughs> I didn't really get it. <laughs> I'm that guy. I, 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 I own it. I did not get I was watching it and I was thinking, what the hell is going on here? Because I've just seen, you know, people with donuts on their heads. <laughs> you know, people getting various toys thrown at them. <laughs> and you've got people with sausage fingers and... and hot you know, dog fingers. Hot, that's even worse. I know, because they had the mustard and the ketchup. And they're all trying to touch each other. And finger each other's mouths. And then chew on the hot dogs. That was disturbing. That food porn there. Yeah, it was a bit food porny. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, I, I mean, I didn't. I mean, that took valuable time of my life. Oh my god, Ryan, are you for real right I now? I can't get that back. I I saw that film twice. Congratulations. And I will be seeing it a third time before my the end word, of the year. You poor person. And I, the second time I saw it, I saw it with my mum and my other sister. And did I not tell you this? Literally, at the end of the film, my mum was bawling tears. We had to, like, give each other a tight hug. I've never seen my mum cry in a movie. Never. And then I said to her, why are you crying through my tears? And she said to me, because somebody made a movie about us. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Oh, gosh. It speaks to you. That's the thing. It completely speaks to you. But I have decided that it speaks to you based on whether or not you have those experiences. Or being a stone and talking with another stone. Mm -hmm. If you... I'm pretty sure that I have those experiences. um, But classify myself an old soul. So are you a Kung Fu warrior? No, I do go to other... Oh, my God. I feel like I have told you this sometimes. Um, To the the now one listener who would probably still be listening in 2028. Um, (laughs) I'm not crazy. But 
when I go to sleep sometimes, I f- legit, I thought they were just dreams, but I think, I don't think they are dreams. I think I'm going to just like other versions of myself. And it's like other, I've got other circumstances, you know, same characters, but different roles. It happens so often, it's nuts. And when I saw that movie, I was like, yep, I get that. That happens to me. Um, I feel sad to say that hasn't and doesn't and won't happen to me. Yeah, but I think that's because you're an old. You're not an old soul yet. Then I'm brand new. Then. Yeah, you're a brand new one. You Thank you were probably just a tree like a few lives ago. That, <laughs> that means I must have pissed someone off then. No, being a tree would be amazing. Well, but your time as a tree, it was done, and then this next time you you came came as like a. Uh, a nice like mammal or something. Maybe you were a whale. Um, you know, I can't see whales the same way anymore after that massage. Because like the way that my <laughs> bum was, I mean, <laughs> it just feels like, is this like how a whale would feel? Anyway, um, and now like you're Ryan, but I think you're an amazing human though. I think you. you are rocking it at being a human. Thank you. I try. But going back to the tree bit, I, I mean, when I think of a tree, I just think of a dog pissing on me. No, but like imagine if you're in the Amazon. Then you'll have multiple creatures pissing on you. Yeah, you house a lot of creatures. Um, they you, you live off their defecation and rotting bodies. Um, it's an amazing like ecosystem in the Amazon, Ryan. Uh, <laughs> there's evidence to suggest now that trees are communicating with each other uh, through the... the Fungus, um, what's it called? My- mycelin, is that what it's called? I'm bad when it comes to Latin. Yeah, so it's um, a network of living organisms that connect one to another. I mean, it's pure magic. I think I've heard about something called the uh, woodland internet. Well, well I've never w- heard that world, phrase before. World, woodland, worldwide woodland web or something because i remember talking to somebody and they were talking about nature you know in its infinity communicating as it does amongst each other and us not knowing what they're communicating about but there's something there yeah i mean like this is the thing about humans that i do find annoying is this idea that everything they see and hear and feel is just it that's so boring and it's so dumb Shut the fuck up. <laughs> like, again, not bringing it back to what we do, but we see people who are having experiences, right? Mm-hmm. And it's obviously like, I think we need to be open-minded that there are there could be different possibilities of what's going on. We liken it to uh, childhood trauma, family history, chemical imbalance, but sometimes... None of those things are there. And they're still having these experiences that we can't explain. We treat, we bring them back, but we can't explain. And the human eye can only see in a particular range of wavelengths, right? Mm -hmm. The human ear can only hear a particular range. And what our experience of the world is, is not the same as every creature's experience of the world. we're just living within the confines of our understanding. So boring. Well, hopefully it might change, especially with the, you know, invention of 
artificial intelligence and other things that might supersede that. Yeah, but it's still made by a human. It's progression, isn't it? Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm digging it. Let's see what happens. But uh, how did we get to talking about this? I, I don't know. We've talked about a, a lot of subjects. We were talking about your relationship, uh, relationships in general, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then and traveling, and now we're talking about uh, the limitations of human beings. And you you forgot to mention your massage. I mean, no, no, I, I referenced it when I talked about whales. Oh, okay. <laughs> I used to love whales, right? My favourite shark was a whale shark. I don't think I've ever seen one. I saw this documentary on sharks. Oh, my days. Sharks are fucking cool. They are awesome. I, I cannot express to you how amazing sharks are. Like, when I tell you about experiences of the world, they're picking up on, like, electric, like electricity. So when, when I saw this documentary, I think it was the Sky document, Sky Nature, mm-hmm. and this guy was saying that, oh, and over in the Pacific, the whale shark s- swims alone, picking up electrical impulses around her. And I'm like, I'm the whale shark. I swim around alone and I can pick up electrical impulses of other people's genitals. Yeah, I I can just sense it. I can sense when someone's, you know, getting an erection. (laughs) (laughs) There must be a lot of electricity in the air then. The world is a very active place, Ryan, because um, if you think about it right now, yeah, Mm -hmm. right now, there are worms burrowing under the ground. Mm Mm-hmm. But we can't hear them. Oh, thank God, that'll be annoying. There's a whole ant farm that could be, like, metres long into the earth. A whole, like, civilization. But that's not our thing. I don't see them. I don't hear them. I spray them. I don't even interact with them. I'm just like, see ya. I feel bad. If I was to drop something on the ground, crushing an ant, but that's it. You know, I feel more worse or much worse, you know, crushing a snail than I do an ant. Yeah, because there's a crunch to it, isn't there? Oh, that really gets to the core of my soul. Yeah. That crunch is just agonizing. You destroyed their home. Literally. No, I know what you mean, because like, when you really think about ants and ant worlds and universes you never look at humans or cities the same way they're just ants but just living in a different part of the planet like different layer underneath look at cities you know the landscape and i'm like wow look at that ant farm for humans (laughs) (laughs) wow I don't know, I feel like we've put some of the right wrongs of the world to right. Well, we've definitely relieved any guilt (laughs) that anyone might have if they've kissed a model in Berlin. Um, 
God, I really wish I'd got that guy's name even. It wasn't meant to be, really. No. He did have black curly hair, though. At least you've got the memory. I do remember looking at him thinking, are you really a model? <laughs> well, was he not kind of good looking? No, I mean, I just, like, yeah, he was, but, like, not model good looking. Uh, I think he was in the eye of the beholder. I did think he was beautiful, but, you know, like like you said, wasn't meant. It's just a, a night. I do all these things. I have all these stories in my head from these travels, and it makes getting older so much more exciting. Because when I'm like eighty nine, and my brain is rotting. Oh wow! And I'm like in the I'm knee deep in dementia, and I will relive those moments again, like they're happening for the first time. I've got that kind of collection. It does make me think of the series Six Feet Under, where in the last episode of the last season, he did one of the <coughs> characters loses his partner, and he has flashbacks mm. of the past, the present, and the future. And you just saying being knee deep in dementia, having all those memories flashing in your head just made me think about that. that that moment just made me kind of shed a tear that's that's my pension investment well that's probably the only thing you're gonna get uh-huh <laughs> 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 but yes yes when my body can't move and i can't even eat and someone has to clean this shit up from my butt cracks i'll get to relive those first kisses Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now you're just making me think of the person who's trying to support you, you know, clean your bowels. When they get old, they'll be reliving all those times where they had to clean somebody's ass. Oh, I don't know. I feel bad. <laughs> that, that will probably be a perpetual hell on earth. Well, fingers crossed, um, our AI friends will come up with some kind of technology to clean the old holes because <laughs> <laughs> those loosey goosey holes oh, what if <laughs> you know. but like when I, that that's probably what's going to happen let's be honest i've got they've got another what 40 years nearly what 45 years to come up with a way to um create something that cleans bums <laughs> Probably nanobots. Nanobots. Yeah, I like that. You know. Are we are we inventing this right now? You never know. We should patent it quickly. <laughs> yeah, no, this will be one of those things that we talk about. Well, I talk about doing, and I never will. Well, I mean, I say that. The one idea out of a thousand that we've had, we're doing right now. Yep. Oh, it's not even the new year. So never give up on your dreams. Never. <laughs> you know, you can do it. We believe in you. Believe in yourself. And the rest will follow. Any final thoughts? Take care of yourself and each other. <laughs> I was going to say something political about supporting our NHS nurses, but I think that's a nice sign-off, actually. Oh, well, thank you very much. We do try. <laughs> right, well, it was lovely uh, chatting in front of you or to your ears. Um, if you have any dilemmas, any issues that you think need unpicking of any nature, as you can see, we're happy to to discuss anything, really, um, and go in any direction. 
do send a voice note over to the R&R show on Instagram. Thank you so much. Fare thee well, fellas. <laughs>